0: look Uh, at that look 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 you you see the buildings exteriors are flying
1: off yeah yeah, i know
0: it's like the exterior is peeling off and flying away oh my god almost like they stuck it with glue
1: (laughs) so so is is this the fifty thousand dollar property that's the fifty thousand dollar property there you go
0: (laughs) it's a residence it is fifty thousand dollar residence nice
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. We are at our Istanbul office in this beautiful day. Shall I say beautiful? You could. It's it's, it's a rather heavy day as um, we have experienced a storm in the city. We have. Uh, And
0: um, snow is projected next week. Yeah, so... Early December, they said. It's the uh, first of December. Are
1: these, you think, the effects of global warming? I have no idea. You don't, do you? No. Have you? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) And I don't like to speculate.
0: I mean, certainly seasons appear to have shifted. Sort of um, summer tends to kick in a little later. Right. And it seems to be summer till early November now. Um, All over Turkey. Winters appear to kick in later as well. But then March until late March March, is winter now. Crazy. Yeah, so seasons appear to have shifted a little bit. Right. right. But I don't think, you know, I, I I wouldn't know if that's global warming or if it's just the way it is. Right.
1: Um in this episode I'd like to talk about a a s something something very specific. It's 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 about building quality in, okay. in Istanbul. I, I have some footage here, which is um a little disturbing, I should say uh A little unfortunate because of the um, strong wind and the storm, the uh, exteriors of some buildings have been uh tear apart the um, ceilings and the and the roof of certain buildings have flown off and uh, there there was a there was a quite a bit of damage um not not to a great extent but um in istanbul um you know as you know we have millions of these buildings. Uh, A few buildings, yes, they have been affected. Now, we are going to take a look at the footage now. Okay. And I want you to react to this. Ready? Yeah. Now, look at this footage, Cameron. This is... um, Don't tell me where. Let me uh, guess. Okay, I'm not going to tell you. Look Uh, at that. Look, look, look. You see the building's exterior is flying
0: off. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like the exterior is peeling off and flying away. Oh my god! Almo- almost like they stuck it with glue.
1: <laughs> so, so is, is this the fifty thousand dollar property? That's the fifty thousand dollar property. There you go. <laughs>
0: it's a residence. It is fifty thousand dollar residence.
1: Right. <laughs> and that was supposed to be a decent building. That. Yeah. Okay. Well, half decent, I guess, at this stage. The roof is coming off, and stuff's flying over. This wind was strong. By no means, it wasn't a weak wind. A it weak was strong, yeah.
0: Yeah, but look at that. Look, at, I know. Uh, I recognize the building. It's an ascendant. This one, right? Yeah, it's yeah, an right. ascendant Lictus area.
1: Look at that. The 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 exterior of the building is falling off. How about that? Ooh. See. All right. I'll tell you this. I I guess I guess um. There will be many people in the industry who will be mad at me because um, I tend to show these natural disasters and catastrophes and share it with uh, the audience. As you know, we have covered the earthquake episode. And um, but the the reason why I want to show these types of footages is because we know that Istanbul is definitely one of the mo- world's most beautiful cities. You go to Instagram, you see all the pretty pictures. And on YouTube, it's oh, you know amazing culture and everything. Exactly. But one must understand that this city is not perfect. No city is. Nothing is perfect, mate. And if you're talking about a city of 15 million people, you need to talk about some imperfections. And without talking about imperfections, I don't feel that we we do justice to our name, which is straight talk. If this is straight talk, then I want everybody to know about certain imperfections so that they make their decisions accordingly. And um, in this event, seeing buildings in this type of situation is making me um, question certain things. And, and, okay. and I want to ask you a question on that. To say, th- these are the buildings that are being sold for 50000 $60,000, one-bedrooms. And especially the the unfortunate thing is that I would understand if one could only afford that and would only buy that because that's the basic need of humanity, shelter. I would understand that. But some of our citizenship clients who have budgets of $250,000, $300,000, these people would want to buy five, six of these apartments because they're cheap and they think, more properties will mean more gains, and, and, and it's gonna be better. What's your take on that? Uh,
0: in, in my opinion, less is more. Right. You know, as they say, um, and if you're trying to buy five, six apartments, never mind five, six, even four apartments. If you're trying to squeeze four apartments, four or five apartments within the citizenship limit, two fifty to three hundred thousand dollars. You're going to end up with properties like this. Um, and simply put, you're going to watch your money fly away, like just that. like you just watch the roof and the external of the building fly away. Right. <laughs> Simple. Because um, within the current economics, within uh, the the day and age we live in, um dollars even $60,000 dollars, is no longer a feasible well is no longer an amount that will buy you anything that would come close to quality right so clearly I know the building I'm not going to name it um but um we always knew it was an inferior quality building we you know we 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 it's not the type of building we sell right uh, but um there's a market for it and people buy these types of properties. In other words, there are people out there who um, who buy four, five, six properties within the citizenship limit,
1: And that's what's bothering me.
0: It, well, it bothers me all the time, um, but um, that's what people do. And in my opinion, rather than doing that, which will inevitably um, lead To you purchasing investing in inferior areas and most certainly very low quality right Um, stick to buying one or two properties in decent locations of reasonable quality right in the long run your investment will reward you a lot better as opposed to flying away (laughs) right money flying away
1: because because a, a quality building uh, would look good and look like new after five six years of use if you put a nice paint in it and if you tidy it up a little bit. But these buildings after six months to a year of use, they look used, and 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 there mm. is a certain depreciation to the asset itself because it of is course. eating into the asset. We're not necessarily talking about property prices are going up; they're going down. The lira is depreciating. Okay. Your asset is depreciating in value because it is losing away its quality by time. It's like when you buy a new car, you, you, you buy a BMW, you drive it 10,000 miles, that's okay. You buy the cheapest of the cheapest Chinese car, and you, you drive it for... Chinese
0: are doing all right now, by the way. They okay. have come along in um, car manufacturing. So All hey. right, I'm, I'm sorry for saying Chinese. <laughs>
1: then, then, then let's say it's a very cheap car... That w- when you you drive it after ten thousand miles, the car starts falling off. So so so, so y- your asset is no longer the same. Your your asset wasn't even what you paid for. True. I mean, a, a good quality
0: car will maintain its value a lot better. Correct. Than any you know than a than a car that doesn't have the right level of quality, certainly. But and the same and the same thing goes for real estate. Right. Like if you are. If you are buying a one or two-bedroom apartment in Istanbul for $50,000, you can't really expect much because today, $50,000 is probably not even the production cost, including the land apportionment, right. of that apartment. Right? Seriously. I mean, cost per square meter of building a quality, b- a quality home, a quality... Quality residence today is no less than seven, eight hundred dollars. Right. Quality, we're talking. Um, then you have the land, so you have the land apportionment within the cost. By the time you've added all that in and the developer has made his 30-35% margin, which is a, a modest developer margin, then I fail to see how a one or two bedroom apartment in Istanbul could possibly be purchased for $50,000. Right. And if you're buying five of these apartments for $250,000 or what so, then the average cost of each, of each apartment is around $50,000. Again, as I say, you might as well throw your money out of the window because that apartment, that property, is hardly ever gonna appreciate in value in real terms.
1: But what's the mentality, Cameron? I is mean, the look, ins- if I have 250, I could buy two properties for 125 each. Yeah. And if it's numbers that matter to me, I look at my capital gain and my rental return. Yes. I could very well do it with one property yes. if the capital appreciation is good, if the rental yield is good, if the numbers are good. I agree. I could do it one. Well. So but why but end up buying
0: five inferior right. properties? It, it. I think the reason is, and and I have to say, from what I see, <clears throat> this is a cultural thing, it is a cultural thing because, as you know, we have clients from all over the world and different cultures view this aspect differently. Um, I think some people are of the opinion that more is better. If they are buying five properties within that budget, then then they are of the opinion that they have done a good deal. That that they've done a good investment. They've got five properties. You know, like they can sell some, they can keep some, they can uh, rent some, they can maybe use some. So I think these are the thoughts that people have. But overall, I think the common belief shared by people who tend to go for numbers, number of properties, a higher number of properties, as opposed to one or two, but good quality is that they feel the more they have, the better for them. I think it's a subconscious thing, and they get sold that way as well. Right. And you know, th- th- you kind of you play on you play on
1: that, right. and then that's what you sell to them. Right. And, uh, Do you remember when we were in um, Esenjurt, um the other day? We were talking to uh, a, a, a company. Had uh, a real estate company, a friend of ours. Yes. Do you remember what they told <laughs> us? They said people who come to Beylikdüzü as Esenyurt, if they have $250,000, they want to buy as many properties as possible. Yes. Studio that's apartments, one-bedroom apartments. It. I, and I think it's that. a cultural thing. Right. And, and when, I was, when I was talking to them, I realized that the, the real estate agencies over there, and not necessarily in those specific areas, but Avcılar is in it, Kutukicek is in it, and in some other areas are yeah. I- in it as well, that even those real estate agents are setting their strategies up for that. They're not trying to, they're not trying to sort of advise the clients as to, hey, look, I, I, I see the idea, but it may not make sense. You should go and do this instead. But they say, all right, you want five properties? Here are five cheapest of the cheapest of the properties, yeah. and let's buy them. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and, and, and once that happens, uh, the client feels like, oh, I've, I've got myself an amazing deal. Exactly. But you, you don't know the, the neighborhood that you're buying into. You, you have no idea about the demographics, the crime rates. You have no idea about the build quality, the finishing and all of that. And if a strong storm like this comes up, boom, your, your, your building's exterior is flying over. And moreover, another question to you is the exit strategy, as you always say. Um, certainly, if, if, if a person is buying five, six properties for $250,000, that person has an investment mindset. Yes. I don't think it is a lifestyle I agree. mindset. I agree. So if the investment… They're doing
0: just the wrong thing. and and They're doing just the wrong if, thing. If they're doing… They couldn't be more wrong, in fact. That's what I'm saying. But so what can you do? I mean, uh, look, um, obviously… You know, you're not necessarily on the customer-facing side yourself. So, you don't necessarily talk to tens and tens of people every day. But I can tell you one thing that we have 25, 30 people here who do just that every day. And no matter what you do, no matter what you say, there are certain buyer profiles that you can't possibly explain to them the value of less is more. Right. You can't. They just, you know, they get very easily lured in to buying four or five properties within two hundred and fifty thousand dollar ticket. And they are convinced that they've done a good investment. I think I think it's lack of knowledge to some extent, like you explained. And, and and also, as I said, I think it's cultural. Right. I really think it's a cultural matter. Um so um you can see. Right, right. I mean you can see the same storm that hit Essenyut Bailiq du zoo and whatever. Well these properties you're showing, they all seem to be in a Bailey de Zo area. Right. And we seem to be really trashing Essenut and Bailey de no. area all the time and we're not. We're not. That's not the that's not the point here. But you know, the footage that you're showing um i think is taken from national news yeah um news channels so i
1: mean we, we saw these things on a- these a-
0: and i haven't seen any properties in shishli whose roofs have flown no. off although there are some inferior properties in shishli too but what this tells me is that if you have properties in these areas and
1: these are supposed r- to be the new ones
0: yes and they're supposed to be the new ones whose exteriors have flown away exteriors not even roofs and if these types of incidences appear to be happening in certain areas, then it really begs the question as to why. Right. Well, I know the answer. I know the answer. If you're selling a property for $50,000, there's absolutely no way that property will have a decent quality because yeah. you can't produce these days a one- or two-bedroom apartment for $50,000, never mind sell it. Um, so um, I think… The, the great expression that says, buyer beware. Yes, buyers should be aware of what they're doing. Of course. And, you know, go for quality as opposed to quantity. Right. Go for quality.
1: And and in Beylikdzu, there, there are some amazing parts of Beylikdzu. The marina side and yes. all of that. And th- th- there are properties over there. That have been built with amazing quality, yes. but their prices are not fifty thousand dollars.
0: Of course, their prices are not fifty thousand dollars because they have decent quality and reasonable prices. Correct. So, you see, the thing is, um, the so called investor who you know who buys five of these fifty thousand dollar properties, right? He probably thinks that he's achieved a great deal, right. he probably thinks that. He's really, you know, he's really done very well in securing the lowest possible price. Well, I've got news for you guys. You haven't. Anyone would get the same price right. because that level of quality demands that price. Let me
1: play the devil's advocate here and Go. say, okay, maybe by, tar- by buying the cheapest properties on the market maybe I'm betting on the fact that I can sell them faster because on that segment there are certainly more buyers than say three fifty four hundred or five hundred thousand dollar level. yes I, I can sell faster i can I can rent out uh faster and um all in all, and as you said you know i c- I can use some of them I can do it's um I'm exiting into a much bigger population. And and when you think about the depreciation of the lira and people who can afford, you know, less um, who whose budgets are getting, yes. you know, tightened every single day, maybe they believe that this is the safest bet. Don't you think so? Um
0: clearly clearly People who are buying these types of properties with an investment won't mind. Clearly, they have that in the mind. They're probably thinking, if I'm paying $40,000, $50,000, for, for a one or two-bedroom apartment, then three years, four years, five years down the line, uh, it should be much easier for me to sell that property. Um, because it's, um, it's cheap. Okay, So there'll be plenty more buyers lining up to buy these properties. You may very well be right. There might be. However, these buyers are not going to pay you any premiums. Right. So you paid $50,000 today with the depreciation of the lira in four years' time.
1: They're going to open the door up from 45.
0: You're right. They They will offer you 45. So your chances of making a decent profit when you exit, when you sell that property in certain years to come, are very very low because because um, as we always say, ninety five plus percent of the market is Turkish here. Um, so these Turkish buyers, you know, irrespective of what budgets they have, low or high, they know what they're buying. Right. They know that if they're buying a forty fifty thousand dollar property. They're not going to expect much from it in right. terms of location, in terms of quality. But if that's what they can afford, they cannot afford anymore. As you rightly said, everyone needs a roof right. over their head. So they will buy that. But they're not going to pay you a premium buying that. They're right. going to squeeze the very last drop of blood out of that deal. Right, Just like... The foreign buyer who thought he was doing a <laughs> yeah. good investment did yeah. when he bought three, yeah. four years ago. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you're investing in citizenship, and this is not about citizenship this episode, but since almost 50% of all our investors these days appear to be also going for citizenship, and our average average spend per client these days is between two fifty to $300,000. Right. That is what it is. So, that means that citizenship is a big player in the market. So, if you're going for citizenship um, and if if, if you're spending that kind of money, then make sure that when you come to sell in three, four, five years' time, you put yourself in, in, in a position of maximum capital appreciation. Correct. And the good news is in Istanbul and plenty of other parts of Turkey, you can do that. Right. You still have plenty of opportunities where you can indeed enjoy very healthy value growth. And in my opinion, over the next five years, property prices in Istanbul in particular will double. Right. Despite the currency devaluation, despite the high double digit inflation in the country, there are other factors underlying which is which are not the subjects of this episode right. so i'm not going to go into there are many other factors underlying the market that are crying out loud to push the property prices up right. and it's a matter of time it will happen property right. prices in istanbul and mark my words they will double within the next five years
1: right
0: they will double that's why that's why. Um, a lot of developers and a lot of people I know in Istanbul today, Turks, who've got deeper pockets, they are buying land and properties in Istanbul left, right, and center today. Right. And I'm telling you, left, right, and center. Yes. They're banking on properties. They're banking on real estate.
1: Cameron, I'm buying properties.
0: Everyone is. Right. Turkish people. Why? Because people who are in the know, they know property prices are about to do this right sort of a you know like the graph will take a big hike up and then kind of start going in the normal rate again right but there's going to be a hike because the the the, you know the forces be are pushing the prices up right Right. now I
1: I I think uh, in in the crypto space we call this um, letting off some steam and and we call this uh, market taking off profits Uh, so I don't know right now when I look at the Turkish lira it it seems to me that this is this is the time when the 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 increase of the prices have lost their momentum to they kind of went into a a stabilization correction phase and then the next wave is coming because when I historically look at the real estate prices Mm -hmm. whenever we see this big drop In in Turkish lira, big depreciation. That's when we had the opening. We had it in two thousand eighteen September. Massive opening. We we had it with uh, at the the beginning of COVID, and we had it uh, last October, and we have it now. And when I what happened
0: in two thousand and eighteen to property prices? It
1: skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. In two thousand and
0: eighteen, straight after the devaluation. Well, within two three months after the sort of the sudden devaluation of Turkish Lira, um, we saw property prices going very sharply up. It didn't happen immediately. It took around two, maybe three months to filter into the market, but then we saw prices going up now. The interesting thing now is that compared to 2018, if you look at availability of stock in Istanbul, now you have your answer. Compared to 2018, today, there are far less stock available in the market.
1: Especially in central Istanbul.
0: Especially in central Istanbul. Why? Because developers stop opening new projects. Right. They froze their plans for a few years, waiting for the stock to melt away. And now, the stock is almost all gone right and and most developers instead of opening two three projects are now looking at maybe one right. they're playing it safe they're kind of playing it more conservatively now what does that mean? That means give it two years and you're not going to have much in terms of quality right. to buy, particularly in central Istanbul. I mean it's supply versus demand prices will go up.
1: I mean, I I absolutely agree with you. Central Istanbul, the the properties in uh, Central Istanbul is hard to, what you might call that, replicate or or reproduce because the Central Istanbul is pretty much built up, right? So in order for you to create a quality building in a good location that is going to be demanded by a lot of people, you need to knock down, I don't know, 10 buildings. And and within those 10 buildings, there there are going to be 10 different units. So so you, you will be dealing with 100 title holders which is a lengthy process and that's why um, properties in central Istanbul tend to appreciate at a a much faster level than properties on the outskirts because when you look out of the window you're going to see empty lands on the outskirts of Istanbul and if you dream about the next five years you're going to see similar properties to yours similar projects to yours built there and they're all going to be new and your property that not quality pro- that low quality property is going to depreciate is going to deteriorate and the quality will fade away. So your plans of selling it at an appreciation is, is going to stay as a dream.
0: Uh, I mean certainly I agree. Look um, 20 years ago if you drove from Shishli to say Tekirda okay. You would pass by you would pass by Bey-Lik-du-Zu, wouldn't you? Yeah, right. Yeah? You'd pass by Bailik Duzu and then further down uh, you would come to maybe Buchekmajer and then Silivri, and right. carry on towards Tekida. If you did that journey twenty years ago Bailikduzu was a very small village. Right. There was hardly anything there. You know the whole area, after well, particularly just before ba- you get into du Duzu and all the way through Beledi Duzu and beyond toward Tekirda, the whole the whole journey would be surrounded by green fields. Right. Twenty years ago, twenty twenty-five years ago, that was the case. Today, you do the same journey; it's all built up. Right. However, twenty years ago, it would take you probably. Hour and a half to get to Buchachmierz on a good day. Today, the same journey on a good day takes you an hour. Right. What I'm saying is, the commuter belt is faster now, um, thanks to you know the, the, the infrastructure developments, the the, the motorways, uh, the underground, the well, the metro system. Uh, and trains and all sorts of things. Uh, the metro buses, whatever, which didn't go that way 20 years ago. So what I'm saying is, um, areas like Büyükçekmece and beyond, further out, are becoming easier to access. Right. Which means that new land plots will inevitably open up toward... The further suburbs of Istanbul right there's constantly new land that is zoned up for construction, and um it's going further and further out, which means that um you know there'll be very easy supply of similar stock coming up onto the market right of that kind of segment right which means that property prices in that particular parts of in those parts of Istanbul, um the suburban parts of Istanbul are likely to stay stable um in the foreseeable future.
1: Or it's gonna take longer to you know,
0: it's gonna take a lot longer for investors to see reasonable value growth in these right. areas.
1: Um, the bottom line is Cameron, the bottom line is know what you buy. Mm. And less is more sometimes.
0: Well, I think most of the times, to be honest. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you very much no for worries. this amazing episode, <laughs> uh, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us with this number. And if you want to ask any further question or present an opinion, please comment them down below. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. We'll see you in the next one. See you.